Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Podcast. In this HR Chat, we're going to consider tech that gives hourly workers the flexibility to receive their pay sooner so they don't have to take out high interest payday loans or pay overdraft fees just to make ends meet during these turbulent times. My guest this time is Nico Simcoe, founder and CEO over at Claire, the social fintech that provides instant pay access as a service for human capital management and gig platforms to allow workers to get paid that much faster. Nico manages the company's overall strategic direction and its relationships with its shareholders and customers. Prior to co-founding Claire, he was at JP Morgan, leading the M&A due diligence process on a broad range of payment companies for, for the firm's wholesale payments division. He managed M&A investments and partnerships due diligence on 10 plus payment fintechs worth over, get this, $25 billion. Originally from Switzerland and Argentina, and there's a bit of Canadian in there as well, Nico holds a BA in economics from Harvard University. Nico, welcome to the show. Thank you, Bill. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. So you guys do some pretty cool things. Um, we I, try. I've done my homework. <laughs> I know, I've done my homework. I, I know about Claire. It's a really, really cool company. Uh, you've got a great mission, and it seems like you're you're making a difference on several different levels. And we're going to jump into that today and we're going to talk about why that's important and we're going to talk about in a more general sense where the technology is going in the next five to ten years why don't you start by quickly introducing yourself and telling us a bit about claire absolutely and again thank you so much bill we can start from the beginning but maybe i'll fast track it a little bit for the for the listeners i came from europe for my studies moved here when i was uh when i was 18 to boston so here for four years, was an hourly worker, which is going to be relevant for the story of Claire. Got paid via physical check um, with multiple mistakes and in the mail, a very complicated process. Um, and after after college, I got a job uh, uh, working at JP Morgan on payments companies. I was always fascinated with how the way people get paid, how money gets transacted. I see it as a little bit the bloodline of the world economy. And it has, it's very, very important and therefore it's kind of static and slow to innovate, but innovation is so key and it also um, decreases um, inequality that exists um, in our economy. And um, and so that's a little bit the story of Claire. I was um, I was at JP Morgan um, working in the firm's wholesale payments division and I saw one company, um, which is uh, Uber, who tried to um, create a way for employees, their employees, which are uh, freelancers, to um, get paid after he tried. Um, and the reason why they tried this is because they said, well, you know, most Americans work paycheck to paycheck. Um, most of them, not most of them, but a lot of them at the end of the month are requiring um, pay loans. So let's create a world where uh, people can just come work for us, get their money, move on, and, and that's it. And, and, you know, ultimately, if you look at it from that, from that lens, you realize that actually every single day an employee is actually lending money to their own employer because they already work, so they're supposed to receive this. And so the story of Claire is to say, hey, can we take that Uber model and make the 80 million hourly workers in the US and the gig workers have access to this um, Uber money model? Uh, and that is where we decided to empower HR tech and gig companies to do this on their own. So every single one of them should have a button so that 
their freelancers or employees can get the money immediately. I love that perspective. There's so much empowerment in that perspective, Nico. Um, what you said there about when you think about it, in a way, employers owe the employees the money because they've already done the work. And, and in, in a time when uh, payment can be pretty much instant, certainly within 24 yeah. hours and whatnot, that, that, you know, that, that's, a, that's a great new mindset. And I wonder if that's a mindset that's being carried through perhaps from the millennials and, and the Gen Zers as well um as as part of whatever normal is today yeah yeah no like let's let's talk about this i think we're we're definitely in a world where right now i called it the amazon today prime delivery world where like we want everything now um you know you can pay your friends right now with venmo you can click a button the next day you get your you know toilet paper in the mail um you can swipe to just get it, it takes two clicks uh we're expecting everything to load extremely fast internet speed has gone up everything has accelerated, but you still wait two weeks for your paycheck. And so I think there's kind of more intrinsically a natural behavior, which is more based on feelings where people are like, I like acceleration. I like things to be fast. And I think that's more of a holistic thing that's affecting our business, of course. And uh, just to share with the audience here, I like probably most of you out there, um, I've, I've been an hourly worker. You know, and and in fact, uh, during university and the couple of years after that, I was living a hard and fast life, and and part of that was paycheck to paycheck. You know, and and I I personally had those anxieties of oh my goodness, I've got to pay my rent. Um, yeah. Well, but I, I've got to I've got to get this check cleared. So I, I I can completely relate, and I would imagine most of our listeners, unless they went straight from university into a full time job without you know, anything in between can definitely relate to what we're talking about today. No, and you know, just to just to piggyback on that, I, I think there's also a component of things come up, right? Like one thing we're seeing with our users is things come up, whether it is an unexpected medical bill, whether it's a price of gas going up that they've now wrongly budgeted for, whether it is their dog getting sick. Um, you know, sometimes you just need to help flattening your income and we're going to, maybe we want to talk about credit cards and other solutions or the solutions in the market. But like the whole part here is there should be a way for them to freely instantly access their paycheck with also tools for them to budget better, but not be, not feel so stressed if something comes up because the number one cause of stress in the United States is financial stress. Okay. So you talked about credit cards just then. What, what, why wouldn't employees use a credit card to, to smooth out their incomes? You know, what, what's, what's wrong with that? that ideology the, the language that you're using so far is you know, around empowerment and, and changing one's mindset i think you know what, what's wrong with that mindset credit cards business is built on people rolling over their debt um instead of saying i'm advancing something that i know i can pay back which is your advance on your wages credit card is built on i'm going to give you a kind of like credit line that is pretty big. And um, that way I know you're gonna overspend a little bit every month and you're gonna start paying me interest. That's the fundamental of a credit card business. And I think there's just two components. One is a lot of people just don't have access to it, which is why we're gonna give them a better version of credit. And others are actually wanna feel in better control of their finances. And that's why wage advance is so interesting because you, know, you can get liquidity, but you don't have to do it on a credit card, which business model again, is built on you rolling over um, expenses that you should have made. Yeah, why why give those banks all those all that extra money, eh? 
Yeah, what, what's yeah. the point of that? Keep, keep that for yourself. Keep that for yourself. Exactly. <laughs> um, okay, I've got a, I've got a lot of hard hitting questions for you here, so I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my script for a moment. Um, kind of a follow up. Uh, tell me a bit about uh, Bravo Care. I, I watched a video on on the Claire website as part of my homework for, for this interview today. And it, it featured healthcare workers and, and clinicians. And, and one one of them put it very simply. They said, she said, uh, if your bills are due at a certain time, they, you know, they being the landlord or whomever, they, they don't want to hear that you, you don't have the money. Using Claire, your money is guaranteed to be on your card. That's, that's a pretty simple message. How, how has Claire been helping those folks, those folks who are so intrinsically important to society over the last well forever but particularly it's, it seems like they've been the heroes over the last 18 months how are they making sure that they can find work in an on-demand way which allows them to uh, balance any stresses and things they've got going on in their personal lives but still being able to get out there and work and help people and make a difference yeah so it's a fundamental component of everybody's life. Like, I think everybody in the US will know that their electricity bill is at a different time than their phone bill, which is a different time than their bank statement, which is a different time than the landlord. That timing difference is what we're solving for, is to say, you shouldn't be punished because your paycheck is now, you know, is arriving on the 31st of the month, but actually two days earlier, um, you have a big bill, which then makes it harder for you to cover the expense in a day or so. So it's less of a question of do you have the money? It's more a question of are you receiving your money at the right time? And when it's a timing question, that is what I think the Bravo Care nurses are talking about, is to say, I know that regardless of what happens, the money that I've earned on a day-to-day -day basis is in my account. Basically, finance is a very hard skilled job. It's very numbers. It's a lot of like data sets. It's very quantitative. But the truth, it's a very emotional thing because ultimately you, you, you depend on knowing that your money's there in order to go to bed, not feeling stressed out. And that's what we're trying to give it, give to them. It's like, we have a bunch of engineering product, uh, financial people on the team, but ultimately everybody's obsessed about the emotional component of what we're actually going to be able to give people, which is, you know, financial calm, financial freedom. And that's why I think what makes me happy about the product that we've built is that, you know, frontline workers who've administered, you know, COVID tests and um, COVID vaccination can go to bed at night and like feel a little less stressed about whether they're going to be able to make rent or not. And, and you guys aren't about scraping uh, fees off the top from users either, I don't think. I mean, that, that, that's part of who you are. You're, you're a social impact business. So um, I think, from my understanding, almost all other providers in the market charge fees either to the employers or to the employees, but, but you're different. You, I, I think you're no fee, but are you really no fee? Yeah, so one thing that is very fundamental with us is we don't charge any tips, transaction, monthly interest fees for anybody to get the wage advances uh, instantaneously. Um, there is um, no fee to signing up. Um, there is no fee after a certain while. Um, the, the idea with us is that, and this is the fundamental of why I started this business, is some businesses who go direct to consumer charge anywhere between 3 to $10 a month, sometimes $15 a month for people to have access to this. But usually it's limited to like $100 or $200. So if somebody withdraws $100, um, you know, five days before the paycheck and they're asked to pay a $5 a monthly fee, that's equivalent to 365% APR, just to be clear. 
So that's as bad as a payday loan. And so this is the problem with our industry is that small fees that are disguised as ATM fees or withdrawal fees, interest, monthly, all of that actually do add up. And so that's why it's, it's a fundamental banking um, problem to solve, which is you need to bring people into a holistic experience where you're going to monetize on things like interchange and others in order to make the core product, which is wage advances, free for them. And that's what Claire fundamentally is. Employers now expect HCMs to provide them with uh, value beyond just time and attendance, uh, specifically in the areas of employee engagement. We are now entering another period of uh, a war for talent, I think, Nico. Uh, you, you mentioned that you've got a lot of developers with big hearts and, and large EQs, and you guys are probably set, but uh, th those sorts of job titles certainly are going to be uh, in high demand, I think, on the go forward. And, and, and I, I believe that's part of why employee engagement is so important right now. Why do you believe employee engagement is top of mind for employers at the moment? If you walk in the street, you know, McDonald's, I think the latest I saw is offering in certain locations a free iPhone to people who decide to come work for them. Uh, if they stay for six months, um, McDonald's in certain places paying $50 for people to come and work there. Um, Amazon is giving a pretty big signing bonus. Um, basically, there's a, you know, America's coming back to work. There is a need for workers immediately, and we want those workers to stay. Uh, workers will leave and switch around jobs enormously. And so, Time and attendance, let's put it this way, has been a product and, and scheduling has been a product of trying to help employers be compliant, compliant which with payroll laws and with um, general hour and, you know, hour and wage laws. But now that they've done this for a few years, a lot of them are asking, what's next? How do I become the team management app? How do I become the workers app? How do we become the, the employers app? They, I think the dream of where scheduling and time and attendance um, was, was much more, and now it's growing, which to us is incredibly exciting. One of my, the best part of my job is to actually spend time with them, listening to what their goals are. And a lot of it is like, hey, we really want to make our mark in, 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 you know, in this world. I think time and attendance and payroll, uh, and, sorry, time and attendance and scheduling providers tend to have always stayed the little brother of payroll. And right now they're trying to make a bigger, a bigger mark into, um, into the market. And I think that's where, you know, a product like this is interesting to them. Not only this one, there's a ton of other ones, right? But this is where I'm bullish on them. And I think also, you know, seven shifts announcing, um, you know, on, on May 26th that they were raising a series B for $21 million is a fantastic proof that um, you have investors who, who are very bullish in the space. Okay, I'm going to challenge you now. Are, are you up for it? Oof, I don't know, but let's go. <laughs> in 90 seconds or less, um, talk, talk a little bit directly towards or to workforce management and payroll providers, if you don't mind, and, and uh, explain to them why they should be interested in incorporating such a tool yeah. that you call embedded fintech into their user experience. I love it. Okay, this is... I need to, I need to okay, sit again right here. Um, <laughs> I, 90 seconds. Look, it's very, very simple. Um, this is the idea of people getting paid immediately and not waiting two weeks for their paycheck is not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Um, the technology is here. A lot of parties are interested in, in it. Um, and employees love it. Um, when employees love it, 
employers can retain them more. Um, employees can differentiate themselves more. This means employees will be happier with the with the solution. Because of that chain of command of you know repercussion, every single platform will have to adopt it. And so if that is the conclusion, as I, as I said, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, it's a question of how much do you want to be differentiated and how early do you want to be? How much market share do you want to gain before everybody else tries to get it? So that's my message to them. It's to say, guys, like do it now so that you don't regret not having jumped on this opportunity earlier. Did I, did I stay within 60 or 90 seconds? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I think it was uh, 89.5 <laughs> seconds. Okay. <laughs> um, hey, we're already coming towards the end, the end of this chat, Nico. I've just got a couple more questions for you uh, before we before we do wrap up. You've got your glasses on, so we've got vision checked out, but maybe go under your desk there and see if you've got a, a crystal ball because I'd, I'd love to get uh, your vision and also your predictions for, for where the, the earned wage access space should be and is heading in the next sort of five maybe up to ten years and can you talk a little bit about the the regulatory changes and how the market will look so first of all i, I don't think this is a winner-take-all market um, if banking was a winner-take-all market there would be only one bank in the united states um, but that being said uh, i think that there's a lot of business models that currently exist that will disappear uh, for two reasons user experience as well as uh, regulatory compliance um, so on the user experience side um, the truth is that employers have other things to do than to add a wage advance solution in addition to all the time and attendance payroll system and try to make sure that the wage deductions are, are working. So I think the solution here is a user experience that is virtually, let's put it this way, inexistent for employers and incredible for employees and super simple for employees. So what that means is like employers should have no touch to this it all happens at the back end employees can do it on their own and then for employees it's it should be as simple as clicking five buttons that they can do it within you know a you know 10 minute break of work where they can just sign up for it and automatically have access to it um that to me is what really the best product is going to win is when it's so embedded within the day-to-day -day of their of their life cycle at work um and that they do not have to pay anything and that it's super seamless so that's on the user experience side on the, I would say, regulatory compliance side, I think regulators are rightfully so in multiple states questioning whether this is too close to a payday loan. Um, and I think there's a lot of laws and limitations um, that do have to be implemented for those who charge fees. Um, charging fees, you know, as I said, $10 a month for people to access $100 is actually a lot. Um, and even transaction fees of $5 for $25 advance is a lot. And so I think there's, it takes time, but I hope regulators will continue the march that they're doing and um, make sure we're always protecting um, consumers from unfair and deceptive actions. We can always get behind on the HR chat show a message of power to the people. Always, listeners, always. Um, and that's certainly what we've, we've done today. Hey, Nico, before we wrap up, how can our listeners connect with you? So through LinkedIn or whatever else you want to share there. And uh, how can they also learn more about all the cool things happening over at Claire? Absolutely. So they can write to Bill. No, I'm kidding. Um, they, <laughs> what, what, they, what they can do is go on getclair.com, which is G-E-T-C-L-A-I-R.com. Uh, and they can also go on LinkedIn. Uh, we're probably everywhere, but not in Snapchat and TikTok yet. Um, so, but probably most platforms they can find us. You can even Google Claire, and probably will pop up as one of the top things there. 
it most certainly does, along with Claire Retail, as I found out when I was doing my homework earlier on. <laughs> <laughs> well, you that's a different thing. business. <laughs> um, I've never had them on the HR chat show. There you go. If you're listening, Claire Retail, uh, please do reach out. Um, that just leaves me to say for today, thank you so much for being a guest on this episode of the HR chat show. Thank you so much, Bill. And listeners and my lovely video audience, we're giving that a try today. Um, thanks again for, for tuning in. And until nice, next time, happy working and please do continue to stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast brought to you by the HR Gazette.